0: to the Real Estate Reality Show. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving across the street or across the country, call Arrow Moving and Storage, 719-325-6341. Now your host and back-to-back Best of the Springs Realtor, Justin Hermes. Joining me another show of real estate realities, we are out of the gate, and we got an exciting one for you today, and that is Proper Leverage, the 15-Year Mortgage. This is going to be packed full of information, you're not going to want to miss it, and like I've told a lot of people, you know, right now you have great opportunities to buy some good deals, but... The other side of the coin is there are plenty of purchases right now where you can make a terrible decision, right? You can buy in a metro district where builders are having this crazy buy down two one. You don't know what the taxes are. You don't know like an area like Banning Lewis when they're trying to cut the trails and parks from 30 acres to 15 acres, right? So you can make a really, really poor decision because what is on the market, 50% of it is is really really not a great buy when you look at it financially. And so I'm going to talk about a little heads up, what to be careful of so you don't get yourself in a leverage situation and then also what you can do as far as a 15-year mortgage what some proper leverage is when you look at the numbers it's going to be a lot of fun so make sure you stick with us I'm into the rest of the segment here and here's the big deal this last week the fed holding rates right they're holding them the 10-year is looking at about 4.1 right now and we'll see what happens in march but i i think we're not going to see cuts really until q4 but remember they've already priced these in folks that's why you seeing rates in the low sixes you take basically the 10-year treasury yield and you add two basis points up from there it gives you gives you pretty much what current day's rate is and that's about six six and a quarter so experts are saying you know it have to get to five and a half that's kind of the magic number to light things up again um, for us to get multiple offers. And you know what? In in what they've been doing, the strings they've been pulling to keep Wall Street in this sh- complete smoke and mirrors, I don't know how it's performing the way it is, and they're sucking every little bit, last bit of air out of it, right? And it's just, it shows the greed. But ultimately, I really do think they're going to manipulate the hell out of this thing for the election season. And if they do that, you're going to see you know, the third and fourth quarter real estate wise you're going to get some pretty aggressive appreciation out of it so you never know in an election year but I tell you what they want the housing market strong they want gas low and they want Wall Street looking good so now is the time Q2 Q3 before we see rates dip even further to pick up some houses like I've told you 350 or below and we're seeing those deals right now in fantastic neighborhoods so if you have any questions over the break feel free to reach out 719 232-1063 that's 232-1063 if it's your first time tuning in you're listening to Justin Hermes I'm the broker owner of the property group located right downtown next to the courthouse and would love to hear about your real estate investments or any questions you have once again 232-1063 we'll be back after we hear from our sponsors over the break Up that great of hope for a destination. We're back to the Real Estate Reality Show with Justin Hermes. This segment is brought to you by House Check, servicing the front range of Colorado Springs for over 25 years with the most complete and personalized home inspection. Call them now for more information at 719-266-1645. Welcome back, folks. We are still here over at KRDO spitting some knowledge together. uh, My friend Matt here is keeping me on my toes. And uh, I was early today, so he's happy. You know, that puts him in a good mood when I'm early. So things are looking good over here. I don't know about how it's looking in your car or living room, but... We're uh, we're feeling good. We're firing all cylinders over here on 8th Street. So we talk about proper leverage and 15-year mortgage. It is the key to real estate, folks. It is the key. You make your money on the buy. And what crushes me is when I get calls like I've had, you know, over the last couple months from somebody who goes, hey, I own a house out in Lorson Ranch and I'm um, VA military and I bought it. It's awesome and it has granite counters and cool flooring and you know, uh, can, can you help me rent it? Because, you know, shoot, the builder's selling the same house for like 40 grand less. And with realtor fees, I, I can't sell. What do I do? I'm going to go out meet with that prospective landlord. And it's tough to break the news when you go, hey, so your payment is... 3600 You can only rent this house for like 2500 And their jaw drops and what? Well, I mean, and then you show them the facts. You show them what's renting out there and they it's sad. And they they you can't do anything at that point, folks. I encourage a short sale. I do. I say go to the lender and break away from this. The investment isn't getting any better. You're in a metro district. The taxes are through the roof. And um, I ask them, did anybody go over the taxes with you? No. Well, you know, it wasn't assessed yet because it was a new build. Okay. Okay. Um, anybody go over um, the loan product you got into? No, no. It was. They said I could. I, I qualified. Okay. Big difference between qualifying and affording something. A- and that's real estate. That is it in a nutshell. You make your money on the buy, and if you don't buy right, it doesn't matter what you do on the back end. It only matters what you do out of the starting blocks. So this is the thing that you'd be so careful with. Consumers do is ninety percent of new builds have had at least one of these factors involved in it, and that. that. That is, they have a metro district, they have taxes that have jumped, they have insurance issues, right? And it's a lot of smoke and mirrors because it's a new development. They're pulling people in with the marketing, right? They do a good job of marketing, and they have these buy-downs. I'm going to talk about it later on the show about areas of the U.S. and what they're doing with their buy downs. But what happens is the average, by the way, nationwide, 75% of the nation last year of builders offered buy downs. 75%. Colorado, 87% of builders were offering a buy-down. And what that is, is they are buying down the rate. And you may say, well, how can they do that? Because I'm selling my house and I could only buy down the rate like up to a max of 15 grand. Well, when you own the lending... You own the brokerage that's lending the money. Well, guess what? The rules don't apply. You can spend 70000 80000 on a buy down. And even more so, since it's a new build, you can push appraisers to justify a higher sales price than they maybe should, right? And so if you have interest rates sitting, let's, you know, right now, six and a half and a builder's offering four and a quarter, well, what they're simply doing is they're saying, hey, this house is really worth 5 and a quarter and what we're going to do is we're going to sell it for 575 and we're going to spend, you know, $50,000 on a buy down. And we're going to get you a rate of four and a quarter, four, seven, five. And people go, well, that's great. Cause all we care about is monthly payment. The payment works for us. We're in yet alone. They don't see that. Oh, it's they're, they're making the buy really terrible now because now you're buying at a $50,000 increase in price, right? It becomes an issue. And this wouldn't get by in the retail market. It wouldn't get by in the resale market because you couldn't get the appraisers to Fudge the numbers like this, but you can do it on new builds. So, a permanent buy down is when they're spending some. I talked to builders, spent $80,000 on a buy down. That's how bad they want to move these homes. And all they're doing is popping the sales price higher than it should be and throwing in money to buy down the rate. Now, this isn't the worst of the products because at least they're buying it down. It's fixed for 30 years. Okay. So is it good for the consumer? No, not really. Is it terrible? No, it's not terrible. The next tool, which is called a 2-1 buy down, which means we're going to buy down the rate, but it only stays that way, that lower payment for two years. And then it goes back to current day's rates. You could argue it's very similar to an adjustable loan product, right? How there became all these issues back in 08 because of all the arms, right? Well, a 2-1 buy-down, this is how it gets explained to the consumer. Hey, you know, interest rates are high and you just want to, you want to marry the house, date the rate. And so what we're going to do is we're going to give you a 2-1 buy-down and we got that payment down for you to 3200 where you can afford it. Does that work for you, 3200 Buyer goes, yeah, that that works. Okay, what happens after two years? And this doesn't even get asked the question a lot, but if they at least say what happens after two years, they go, oh, well then, you know, the rate would go up and, you know, it would go up to 4,000, but don't worry about that because rates are going to go down sometime within the next two years and you just refinance. And most likely your payment will be even lower than this. A lot lot of the consumers don't even ask that question. They just go, oh, 300, works good. And yeah, you can always refinance later. Okay, sounds good. Rates are going to dip and you'll be just fine. I've heard this conversation so many times, and it makes me just sick to my stomach because it's someone's largest financial purchase, and we're making these assumptions that rates are going to dip. It's no big deal. We'll do a 2-1. You can afford it for two years. Great. That's long enough. That is such a terrible position to put somebody in, it's, and unfortunately, there's a decent amount of consumers out in that position right now. 30% nationwide use a two-year teaser 2-1 buy-down rate last year. 30% of new builds use that tool. And I would argue, probably only ten percent of the consumers understood what loan product they were actually getting. They will understand when it adjusts, and it's sad because then the conversation is, "Hey, you're going to have to negotiate giving this back to the bank or rent it and come at thousand dollar loss a month." And guess what? The the, the builder's going to be building here for the next ten years, right? So the average buy down nationwide last year was five to six percent of the home value. I mean, that is redonkulous. Five to six percent? Half a million dollar house, you're telling me? The thirty grand was the average buy down nationwide last year? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it. And then you don't even get into the other half of the pie, and that is the taxes. People go, well, my taxes doubled. What you know, my payment went up. What happened? Well, they didn't assess it. Did they did not did they give you a correct estimate, the new build? Did they give you a correct estimate? Okay, did you get explained what a metro district is? Or you explained the HOA somewhere like Meridian Ranch where it's in the 300s, was that explained to you? No, they said they'd take care of my HOA for the whole first year. I didn't I didn't think about it, right? Or even yet, these new-build townhouse communities where they go, oh, the HOA is only $110. Well, the builders suppress that HOA, obviously, until they sell out and then they leave the community and then it goes up. And that's why we buy in established communities, established HOAs, where we know the track record like, you know, an Autumn Heights or a Cobblestone or a Spring Lake. I mean, these are areas where we at least have establish HOA and it's not this teaser rate we're getting into like the pinnacle established no issues Right? We want some sort of track record. No different than you going to the stock market and saying, hey, let's pick a company like Coca Cola, somebody who's like performed rather than, you know, oh, this brand new company that just came out. It's a tech company and we know nothing about it. Right? You want to have that look at Warren Buffett, what he invests in, established stocks. Right? So the next segment here, we're going to talk about a little bit of what the payment looks like, give you a little bit more of an idea of actuality here. Right? We're going to talk about HELOCs, how that is just way too much leverage right now. They adjust yearly. Stay away from the HELOC position, okay? Stay away from what you see on YouTube. Buy, refinance, cash out buy another you know the burr method bad leverage there folks that is bad leverage i'm going to give you some good leverage ideas at the end okay stick around we'll be right back after these messages you listen to justin hermes 719-232-1063 that's 232-1063 like i got Okay folks, if I didn't scare you enough there, hopefully uh you know on the new build scenarios that people can get into, we're going to tap into the 30 year 15 year mortgage and just simply stating the 15 year is where people where the winners hang. It's it's that simple. You pay a little more up front, but you're not paying for the house three times over like you would on a 30 year, right? So let's run a scenario $250,000 purchase, okay? And you're gonna put 30% down. That's a $175,000 loan. right? That gives you principal and interest of $1,110. That's at a six and a half interest rate. Okay. So you look at that and you look at your first statement, it comes in the mail and you go, okay, 912 to interest. Huh, only 198 to principal. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Okay. How much am I going to pay down the first year? Only $2,376. I'm going to pay down a principal. Well, that's the 30-year mortgage. Once again, most consumers don't look at those numbers. They just put it on Auto pay and throw it away. Same thing with people who go, my payment went up. Well, you didn't look at your taxes. You didn't look at your insurance. And then, yes, all of a sudden you get a shocker in the mail and it's $300 higher. You could have disputed the taxes. You could have shopped new insurance. But what do most consumers do? They go, oh, that sucks. Well, we'll just pay the increase. I'm telling you. I talk to a lot of people. This is, that that's what happens. They don't want to They don't want to put the time and energy to it. And this thing, people brag to me. They go, the bank's taking it in the shorts because, you know, I got an interest rate of 3%. You think the bank's taking it in the shorts? Come on. I don't care if they're giving you a loan at 1%. The bank wins until about year 12. Until about year 12 on a 30-year mortgage, they win. They're in the power position. They don't care what the rate is look at the amortization schedule. And they're not going to sweat it because guess what? The average American moves every five to six years. They don't keep their house and rent it. They chase on the hamster wheel to try to get bigger and better and they sell it. And so the bank's fine. Now, maybe the banks will get in a little more trouble because the rates are so ultra low and guess what? The inventory's low, 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 right? So there could be a little more risk, but guess what? They're still fat and happy. They're only like, four to five years into these super low rates so they have seven more years until they'd really start to have to sweat things out okay just so you get it the 30-year mortgage you're getting taken to the cleaners. And I started with 30 year mortgage. I know all my investment properties. Now if they're not paid off. They got a 15 year mortgage. I switched them when I learned this. And that's why I wanted to share this with you today. Okay. Let's do the same scenario. All right. 15 year mortgage. Your payment's going to be higher folks. It's going to be 2,600. And so you're like, holy macro, you know, I, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to be negative cash flow. Okay. Well you take money every month and put it in your 401k, right? Or your Roth. Well, yeah, okay, that's that's money that you're setting aside to put into an investment. Do the same thing with the 15-year mortgage. Why would you pay for an asset three times over the amount when you can knock it out? I mean, if you absolutely can't, I don't know. There could be a, a good argument to whether you, should you even buy an investment property. That's my real opinion in today's world. So here's the difference. You get your first statement, and the principal paydown is $1,359. 947 goes to interest, which drastically decreases year after year. That's how it works. Okay. So you also get a break on the interest rate. You're going to get a lower interest rate on a 15 year mortgage. And the principal pay down is so aggressive. Two to three times over, depending on your loan amount, is what you pay for the house on a 30 year mortgage. You pay double the interest, if not triple. That's your next down payment on an investment property, like 70, 80 grand. That's why banks love the home mortgage business. They win all day long. They will not lose. They win because America, just like cars, right? Who cares the price the car is? I'm financing it. Okay. Oh, that's the payment. They work the numbers. They get payment. Can you barely afford it? Great. You're out the door. How few people pay cash for cars? I do. I drive a used Jeep. I pay cash for cars. I'm not going to finance an appreciating asset. It just doesn't make sense, but- what do we do? There was a report the other day that came out and they said consumers argue whether we should have 40 year mortgage can make it more affordable for the millennials. And I go, typical millennials, that's my generation. Oh, it's too tough for you to save. Oh, the payment's too high if you don't save enough. Oh, well, let's just make it easier. Let's do a 40 year for you, you know, handout time, participation trophy time. Now, I don't think the banks could get by with doing a 40 year. I just don't think that happened, but such an American thing. Oh, well, you should have it. You, you, you should have a house. That is so wrong you don't have a house. We need to talk about 40-year mortgages. Give me a break. You know, And a lot of millennials go, well, I want this house. And I want it with this and stainless steel. And, and this, these are the people who are making the terrible new build buys. A majority of them are millennials. Instead of, like the generations before us, hey, we'll start out with, you know, maybe I just get a condo, townhouse, you know, get my foot in the door. And, and then they get bigger and they roll the investment and they get out of it right? Even though we don't sell condos to anybody, my first purchase was a condo. I got out of it. I sold it. And I did an FHA. I had my sister co-sign on a house, slowly turned that into a rental. It was 1950s home. It wasn't anything glamorous. Certainly didn't have granite countertops, but you get your foot in the door, right? And that's what the generations have done so well before us. That's why the baby boomers are so financially fit. They understand that method. Okay. So if you take anything away from today, get a 15-year mortgage. Just It's that simple. And if you have a 30-year and your rate's really low and you're going, well, I'm going to jump up to a higher rate, start paying it like a 15-year mortgage. You can do that as well. Proper leverage, and you, and you can do this with your kids. I mean, you can do 3.5% down, go get a single family house. They live in it for a year. You have an investment together if it makes sense, right, to invest with family. You got to weigh that carefully. But still, you can use your kids to get in with a down payment as low as 3%. That's proper leverage. And you get an owner-occupied interest rate using the kids as proper leverage. And one last thing I want to leave you with is, um, and I've been doing more research on this, I'm going to do another show on it, is so many of you who don't have kids, who don't have anyone you're going to pass your real estate wealth on to, you can use a reverse mortgage. It gets this bad blanket connotation, no reverse mortgage, no reverse mortgage. Well, guess what? I've run some numbers for some people lately. And the reverse mortgage is just as good as buying an investment property for them. It all depends. It's all individual, folks. And that's why you call me. I can go through this with you. We can tailor make something for you, depending if you have kids or you don't have kids, right? Or look at your mortgages if you have investment properties and saying, what can you do to deleverage? What can you do to make sure the bank isn't hitting you in the kneecaps every month? We crammed too much in today. I should have broken into two segments. It is what it is. Maybe we'll throw some nibbles in uh, next week as well, some rollover. We'll be back here. Same bat channel, same place, KRDO. It's Justin Hermes, the Property Group, located downtown Colorado Springs. Questions between now and next show, just give me a call. 719-232-1063. That's 232-1063. Thanks for spending your Sunday with me. And remember, folks, bring the joy into somebody else's world. Use the gifts God has given you. Have a fantastic week. We'll be back here next Sunday.